All right, so this is following the pretense of accident. This is going to be an exploration of whatever <coughs> whatever comes alive for me. We're just going to go on a tour of my imagination of whatever's on my screen. Kind of let go. Just gonna let go of all expectations. I'm gonna let go of all agendas. Just gonna say yes to whatever arises, whatever captures my attention. I'm surrounded by all of these books and all of these notes. I close my eyes. The weight of all my ideas about how this is supposed to be. A YouTube video or a podcast, just content in general. I have so many beliefs, so many rigid notions. Kind of feels like. A little bit of a straight jacket. A little bit of a weighted blanket. There is something that feels safe and secure there. I've noticed. that having so many possibilities, so many options, so many ideas, seeing so many viable directions, <laughs> that's its own kind of straitjacket, even though the image in my mind is one of being pulled, stretched out, kind of losing my center. Having my, my bandwidth diffused and diluted It's still, um, it's just the other 
the other extreme. Too rigid or too flexible. They're really the same thing, the same experience, just expressed differently. So I surrender. How many times have I said that? More than I can count. I surrender to the fact that my energy is very low. I surrender to the fact that I seem un unwilling, unwilling to choose what this is going to be right now. That's not true. I did choose. I chose to let it be whatever arises. I've had a lot of ideas I've thought about going on a survey the last 120 so years. I'm really interested about, I'm really interested in exploring how we got to now. Because I think what's happening in the world right now really does make sense. I think that when we kind of, you know, zoom out and appreciate how much has changed, how quickly Not in all ways, but in many ways. Certainly if we were to, you know, plot the evolution of our species on a continuum and the, the challenges, the obstacles that we confronted. Over thousands of years, millions of years, <laughs> the the challenges and the way that we adapted there was kind of one narrative, or not one narrative, but there was um, there were certain categories that 
were suddenly upended with the rise of technology. It's really interesting as I talk because I'm noticing, well, is that exactly true? It's really the other thing that's so interesting is it's very challenging to make. I mean, you can't, we can't really make generalizations. It's like hate saying we. I've spoken for almost 10 minutes now. Might as well just pay attention, right? Observing and describing non-judgmentally. So, emotions. Let's talk about, talk about my emotions right now. Before I put labels on my emotions. I just want to um, get present, feel my feet on the floor. I'm sitting on a heating pad because I'm freezing and so I feel the warmth under my legs, feel the cool air across the tops of my hands. Feel the brightness of the screen penetrating my eyeballs. I just lost track of what I was feeling. I feel the corners of my mouth turning out and up as I smile. Right. Let go. I'm noticing this part of me that just is like, we can call it the inner critic, we can call it like the judge, whatever, but. I've always 
I won't say always, but for as long as I can remember, whenever I've started working on a project or something that's interesting or important to me, I, um, I get, once I start getting excited about it, I start getting really, um, start blowing it up in my mind. My imagination moves fast. And I start to see, huh, this is going to be big, this is going to be great. And then the ideal me and the real me start going further and further and further apart. And there's huge anxiety there because my ideas keep getting bigger and bigger. And then me, the real me, starts getting really nervous and starts feeling increasingly, doesn't I don't start feeling, I'm just increasingly aware as my ideas get more and more grand, I'm more and more aware of that gap that's growing. So the anxiety also grows and You know, my nervous system is freaking out because, because, you know, the signal here is like, failure, you are going to bomb, you're bad, feel shame. And the story is like, you should just go hide under the table, self. But then there's this other thing that's like, but, but if you just do this, if you just kick ass the way you think you can, then you'll never have to hide under the table again. And it goes like this. And then it's, you know, I'll take a step forward <coughs> and I'll think, okay got this. Something comes out of my mouth and I'm like, ew, nope, that sucked. Because in my mind, you know, I'm virtuosic. Whew. And then, man, judgment just escalates. And it's like, well, I cannot persist. I need to fix this. It's really pretty embarrassing. The shame monster gets louder. Then I start to dread showing up and doing this stuff because it feels so bad because I, you know, I'm like, whoa, self, why? Why? Do you want to humiliate yourself? And I know it's just me and me, but still. So, all right, we've done some of that. Hmm. 
Now what we're gonna do is we're going to see what inspirational things I have left for myself. All right. I should save that. Anyway, oops, I did not want to do that. That's not what I meant to do. So when you think about what it means to be willing to be human, what comes to mind? I really think that um, for me, it's about letting go. of an agenda, letting go of any idea about how I am supposed to be doing things. And yeah, I mean, it's human too, but like right now, I'm not trying to get anything right, just talking. I gotta tell you, it is so much nicer than when I am trying to be good. When I'm trying to be interesting. When I'm trying to be, I don't know, anything. And Honestly, there's this this whole thing that happens from what I've observed in my life where it's like, you know, the second, I mean, it's, it's dualistic thinking, right? The second we decide that one way of being is good, then, you know, we know there's, that means that the other ways of being or another way of being is bad. So, I mean, is it, can say that I suck the oxygen out of my life a lot of times just because I 
I've decided ahead of time that certain things are unacceptable. And that's so sad. You know? Sometimes I just think like all of these conversations about feelings and ourselves and all of that just makes us that much more ugh, 